You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode, I'm still, that, that's people. It's Thursday night at 10 o'clock, and you know what that means, it's time for episode 260 of PHP Whoa, 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 whoa. you got to stop sharing your screen, because we're hearing ourselves. Yeah, that's why I stopped talking. <laughs> time to shop. stop sharing your screen, it's PHP Ugly. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I got it. I'm, I'm, oh, I mean, I'm, I have the radio yeah. voice, but you, you're in charge. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> Hostile environment. Shots fired. I'm getting You know, it's episode 260. Tom, Tom, you do it. You can have it. It's 260. Go ahead. Today is October 28th, Thursday night, 10 o'clock. That means it's time for PHP Ugly. Listen live on YouTube, watch us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all your other sources. I've been drinking early. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can't watch us live on Spotify, but good, good, good effort. Are you going to introduce people, Tom? No? Maybe? <clears throat> With me, as always. <laughs> How about introduce yourself first? <laughs> I'm Tom Rideout. With me, as always, John Congdon. This is an interesting opening to the show. And the man himself, Eric Van Johnson. The man himself. I do appreciate that. You are you are punchy this morning. Well, this morning? Not morning. That's, sure? I hope to God. I guess it's morning somewhere, but this, this episode got off on a very interesting start. Tom is on <laughs> fire. No, really, you're on fire. There's something burning behind you. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's just a cat. <laughs> well, that's perfect. All right, do start it off the show, Tom. You've got you've got to get the conversation we going, have, buddy. That's that's how it works. We have special content tonight. So if you're a podcast listener, I highly encourage you check out the YouTube stream. We've got a lot of visual stuff going on, according to Mister EVJ. And uh, lots of where lots am I today? Lots this this. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. I'm told. I was told to queue up the screen share because we've got stuff to see. We've got a true professional with us listening to us on YouTube right now, and he's mocking us. I'm just saying. Things yeah, will that's be what we do he, today. He he, he just started a show. podcast. He just started a podcast. <laughs> Episode four is tomorrow, and he's already crushing us on the numbers. I'm just saying. Not surprising. <laughs> See where he's at after he's grinding through 260 of them. See how happy he is to podcast then. Yeah. Once you have to be friends with me, it gets very difficult. <laughs> Tim, we'll see you in five years when you're up to 260. That's right. <clears throat> Look us up when you're at 150. We'll, we'll, we'll talk then. <laughs> yes, I'm starting the show off very punchy. Very excited. I've been I've been playing with new stuff that has that has got me hyped up. I'm writing half the code at twice the speed. But first, I want to hear how your week was, John. Oh, I like how you go to me first. I don't know. Do you want the non-code funny stories, like not PHP related at all? Is it about kids? 
We, yes. It depends. How many support tickets do you want to address about the fact that we didn't talk about PHP? You tell me, John. Go at it. Uh, Terry, if you're listening, hit us up because I'm going to not talk about PHP. But I'm also not going to talk about baseball. So it's only World Series. Nobody cares anyway. Hurtful. <laughs> I haven't shared the story with anybody yet, and I'm not sure why. Earlier this week, my dog goes to the bathroom outside. My kid cleans up. Very nice of him. It's like. Thanks, buddy. You, you did it. He comes in. Can you come help me tie the bag? Because he's still not capable of spinning it around and m- making a knot. I'm like, sure. Oh, shit. The dog just ran outside. Oh, no. He goes outside, grabs his bag of poop, comes inside. I see him shake it and in slow motion, all over our living room. That is awesome. He's like, hey, hey, buddy, you forgot this. I made it for you. And I think that very same day, that night, my kid decides he's going to finally get up out of the bed and go to the bathroom. Except he doesn't get out of his bedroom. He just kind of gets down from his bed and just pees all over his floor. Hey, we, we've I'm, all I'm been the there, buddy. The we, we've draped a little bit. Every corner to toilet at that point. <laughs> it, it's been a, yeah, he had too much to drink. That's kind of like me. <laughs> yeah. No, every, every Thursday I got to power wash the closet out. <laughs> It's been a rough oh. week. Oh, that's for sure. Code wise, is has been fantastic. I've been work. We've been talking about the tax and billing stuff I've been doing for a while. I finally got to put it through some tests. Well, I have unit tests around it, which is great. But actually doing end to end testing and seeing it work is really nice. So, Tim, I know you're listening. Thanks for the architecture making it all work. Uh, it's just it's nice when things just seem to work without too much hassle. We're we're gonna Ooh. get into testing because I've been doing some some testing this week. It's been uh, interesting. Hey, and and Tim just popped into Discord. How do you get to our Discord channel? I forget. Oh, jeez. Uh, what is that? Discord.phpugly.com. Discord.phpugly.com. A lively community. I love our Discord community. <clears throat> I do too. I can't keep up with it anymore. It's not that bad. It's not bad. It just. I just can't and that's, keep up with it. That's nice. I think that's the great part about having so many people in there. It's not like you have to see every single message. You pop in there as things are happening and you can chat. And if you miss, you miss them. If somebody wants you to see something, they'll message you. They'll, they'll at you. I'm, I'm going to put I'm this s- out there. Do it. NS Bucky had a question about Laravel's password throttling. And when he got the answer, he put it in the Discord. He put the answer Don't in you the love Discord. that? Don't like, you love that? Come on, what kind yeah. of community does that? This is that's ridiculous. Yeah. And Eric, how was your week? I had a fun week, man. So first off, after our show last week, uh Tom introduced us to VS Code.dev, uh, which is a web-based version of VS Code. Looked really appealing, had a lot of promise to it. So I spent the entire week in VS Code. Uh I, I I've gotten everything configured with my Vim bindings again. I, I I did uninstall my NeoVim plugin and went back to the traditional Vim plugin, um, specifically so that that plugin and those configurations translated over to the web version. Really spent a lot of time not only using VS Code, but getting it configured again. Uh, I, I used to have it pretty well tweaked out, and I'm getting... Really, pretty close to there again. Uh, I have opinions about VS Code, and we're, I'm definitely happy to to discuss those. But um, but then something very exciting happened. What? What? 
<laughs> so my I, my good friend who I, I I pair program with every now and then messaged me and uh, what did you say, Tom? Um, I got accepted. You got accepted. Tom Tom messages me says, "Dude, I've got co-pilot." Bruh. I said I straight up said, "Bruh." I got what? I got co-pilot. GitHub co-pilot. He got accepted in the GitHub co-pilot uh early release. Yeah, it's like the Alpha Alpha program. They're very clear in the email like, "Hey, and, and they're they're very particular who they yeah. pick. Like they only they're only looking for, you know, really crappy <laughs> coders who need Top. a lot of help." Top men. Why is it gotta Developers. be a guy? Well, because it's yeah, a, Tom. Because it's an Indiana Jones reference. So, uh, so we're talking about it, and he's telling me all these cool things. I'm it's, like, dude. I told him like, hey, it's Tuesday. It's I've been Tuesday playing. I've been. I've been. No, I've been playing with this thing, and it's fucking cool. Mm. And Eric so, says, Eric says, I, I'm like, I'm like, dude, well, you got accepted. You, you've got to You got to be ready to stream this on Thursday. Tom's like, uh, I'll think about it. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. I'm like, and I'm sitting there talk- when I'm talking to him. I'm like, that's weird. I got an email about Copilot too. I wonder what it said. <laughs> like three days ago, <laughs> like last week. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, Tom. I have Copilot too. All of a sudden, Tom's like, you're a dick. I don't like talking to you anymore. <laughs> that is not what I said. I believe I said so, I, I have to pee and get another beer. I, I, I'll be back. I gotta go to my closet. I gotta pee. <laughs> oh, the cats were mad. Like, I don't have hours. co-pilot yet. What the hell? Yeah, well, so I, I got an email on Friday after our show. And I think after I tweeted, or it might have been before I tweeted that I was spending the week in VS Code. So I'm not saying anybody at GitHub or Microsoft listens to us. I'm just saying it was pretty coincidental. Although I can guarantee you that nobody at GitHub listens to us. <laughs> so I spent the week not only using VS Code, but using Copilot. My God, it's freaky as hell. I went from... And, and, and this is no exaggeration. I went from, oh my God, this is terrifying. We're going to be out of a job here in a couple of years. I can't believe how good this is doing. To 15 minutes later saying, come on, co-pilot, you can figure out how to import an Excel file. Why are you making me type all this out? Yeah. Dude, come on. <laughs> it was that quick. And... <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I haven't tried this yet. I haven't tested it. I asked Tom to set up streaming. I want to stream, stream it so you can see, like, it's not even IntelliSense. It's, it's like very specific, not only to the framework you use. And like in my case, Laravel, it understands like your, your methods and your variables. I'm going to one up you on that in a minute. Go ahead. So I've been using it all week and there's there's a lot of times well so okay the thing one thing is you have to talk to it which is code comments and function naming so that, it, that's one. Don't give too much of that away. Don't give too much of that away because that's one of the things I want. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want John to kind of talk through and let's see what what code see it what creates. it does. Huh. And I was I'm I'm enamored <clears> with it. It it has it has saved me a lot of time. In looking things up, Does now it, it is, test for you? is getting there. 
it has it is it is half smart. Mm. So it's it, half genius. It, yeah, it can it can figure out a lot of things, but it also makes a lot of assumptions. And it's worth note that because this is a machine learning language, it doesn't speak PHP eight yet. Oh, I didn't know that. I um, never even paid attention to that. So I've I've experienced this quite a bit where it actually it speaks PHP five. Mm-mm. Um, I I haven't seen it throw a lot of usages of PHP seven and PHP eight syntaxes. I, I got the I got the null call lesson operator today. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I I haven't gotten that. I've gotten yeah. I I've had it try to do that. Um, but like I said, you have to talk to it. So if your method is named something, it will start making assumptions based off of that. But what you don't got- have you don't have to talk to it. It it will it will figure if you ju- if you're just coding, it will do autocomplete for you. Well, like auto like autocomplete complete in the sense of entire blocks of code. Yeah, it's but, so it, yes, talking where, where, is easier. Yeah, where. Where PHP Storm and IntelliSense speaks in words, this speaks in paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And it means that the sentences in the paragraph might not be correctly formatted. There might be something wrong. But the fact that it filled out a whole paragraph and all you have to do is fix a sentence in the paragraph for it to work is... Annoying? Surprising. No, because, it is. Well, because it, it takes about three seconds to process what you're doing. So in those moments where you're kind of like rolling things around in your head, it fills out the rest of the code. And now my it, question my question I, is, does it work mainly because you're using framework specific stuff or is it no. learning from your code itself? So it's not good at Laravel. I will say that I, straight I, up. I disagree. I, I I've had nothing but great results from it. I it, But it the answer answer your answer your question, John. Uh, I was in some legacy code today, and it was figuring out classes and methods that are specific to the code, the legacy code they created. It was figuring that out and making suggestions. So I, I was, I was very pleased. And I got with more. This. I got, I've got more questions. Hold on, you guys hold keep. On, I got, all you guys are doing is just raving about it. So I'm going to ask questions. So is it sending your code up to their servers for analysis? Like, are you losing control of your code base? I don't. I don't see how it couldn't be, but I don't know for sure. It, it just seems. Um, do you, do you have scary? It absolutely freaky. has to be. I mean, but ask, ask yourself: How is that any different than the fact that you store your code base on GitHub? That's true. Yeah. Well, so yeah, here's here's the thing. The thing that got well, me to, the thing that got me today. I have an answer to him first before you get to there. Good. The different the difference is if they're using my code as a snippet as you start typing, that could be scary. Like it's, if you just it's not a snippet. Okay. It is it is like somebody who perfectly understands the API documentation. Right. So so snippets arise out of that and look similar, <clears throat> but it's not it's it's doing something different. It's machine learning, and yes, it is freaky weird. I mean, I'm not even well, exaggerating. So the freaky, freaky weird, weird part, I was not freaky weirded out by it until today when I was writing tests for a middleware for the Guzzle PSR seven client. I wrote a test that said test successfully logs request, and and I then that I made a request and then checked the database for the log 
existing. And Copilot was not involved in that or was minimally involved in that. It, the line gets blurry when you start using these like one sentence autofills that it gives you. But then I wrote a new method that said test logging succeeds when guzzle throws exception. And it suggested the exact code that I had just put in for a successful request, but it changed the status code and checked for an exception to be thrown in the request object and checked that the JSON was representative of the exception message instead of the successful response message. <laughs> it was 99% complete. I had to go in and tweak it to make it work correctly, but it was 99% complete. And it had copied the code for sending a request and checking the response, but it had modified the code for throwing an exception in the handler of a pre-request object, and it had changed the status code that that would throw on a server responding to an exception. Like hmm. it, it knew these tiny details that I should be looking for way before I knew what I was going to be looking for. And, and that was when I was weirded out. <laughs> Whereas like when it, when it took my code and said, Hey, you're trying to do the same thing, but check for a failure state because the name of the method said, check for failure state. Hmm. Interesting. Um, to the point where I don't understand the PSR7 guzzle stuff. It's unnecessarily complicated. There's You could be interacting with one of 20 nested objects deep, but it knew right where to insert a thrown exception and say, hey, the handler for this is an exception. Throw it right here. Like It, it knows the code way better than I do. I think the best way to do this is to demonstrate it. We have our Discord channel and discord.phpagly.com. <clears throat> so let, let, let's do this. We have a sponsor. Let's, let's get our sponsor ad out of the way. Do we have a sponsor? And then, and then let's do, let's just do, let's just do, do up a new, new app and let's just do something with it. When you're in production, a thousand things can go wrong. You could deploy a bug in your latest release. Your background jobs can silently fail. Someone could trip over the network cable at your data center. And this all comes back to you. You need to know when bad things happen and be able to respond to them quickly. That's why we built HoneyBadger. It's easy to install HoneyBadger in your back-end applications and front-end JavaScript. It only takes a few minutes of configuration and you'll have monitoring done. That's because we hook into popular web frameworks, job systems, and the browser so that when any of them crash, we can automatically let you know. We ping your application from our global fleet of servers to let you know about problems with connectivity, latency, and SSL certificates. And we monitor your recurring jobs to see if any of them stop recurring. When there's a problem, we alert your team using the tools you already use. We can create issues in GitHub, Jira, and other issue trackers, and send notifications via Slack, PagerDuty, or other channels. When you click through, you'll be taken to detailed information on the error. You'll see things like request parameters, headers, user information, and the backtrace. Click on any line of the backtrace to view it in GitHub, Bitbucket, or your local editor. When you fix a problem, just mark it resolved and follow up with the affected user. That's HoneyBadger, where the monitoring tool for web developers would rather be, well, developing. Thank you, HoneyBadger. Appreciate that. I, All right. 
I'm having trouble judging depth. I was hovering the <laughs> I was hovering over the sponsor button and then I pushed it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this. Let's let let me let's let's try to do this. Do it live. Do I it haven't live. tested this. I haven't done anything. I, I I'm not even on a virtual box. I'm on my actual desktop. So tr- I'm t- trying not to get any information leak leak leakage here. We'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, let me go and share my screen. Uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, uh, I'm not really sure what to tell you besides go to you, YouTube you know, and hit subscribe. Yeah, do that. Yeah, you, you might want to go to YouTube. You might want to watch this one while you're there. Hit subscribe. That's YouTube.com/slash PHP Ugly. All right, and, and this 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 looks like a magic trick. Like yeah. for for all intents and purposes, this is a hundred percent live, and it's it is a a bit unnerving. I, uh, Discord, you guys, be my eyes and ears. If you need uh, larger fonts or anything like that, you just tell me. Okay, so we're just gonna do a Laravel new. Okay, so I talked about this last week. Um, this this is that syntax that creates the whole branch for you on github and all that other stuff um this is actually cool but we're not really worried about this we're just gonna do a laravel new whoops that was a mistake and we'll do just uh php ugly all right so we're gonna we'll new up a new laravel install here and hopefully this doesn't take a ton of nothing like nothing like live coding what can possibly go wrong in this situation all right so got a new laravel app um i i already know PHP Architect t-shirts. Did anybody else see that? I didn't see that. What? What? All right. So we're going to go into our application here. And um, since I already... Why why are you doing this in your download directory? Because I don't want information leakage, John. (laughs) User, I don't know what to say. Maybe you're going to leak what you've downloaded. I know I want a a controller. All right. So uh, let's see if this works. This should work. Code up. Boom, I'm in visual code, and it's asking me to trust something. What could possibly be wrong with this? Yes, I'm going to trust it. Okay. All right. Um, So what did I call that? I called it a user test controller. All right. Let's get this opened up. Um, All right. So this... So if anybody's curious, yes, I have my Vim bindings here, so I can do things like uh, I can do uh, things like uh, increase. I think you're going to need to increase your font. God, I was afraid. I mean, I I can't see. Oh, I mean, it's coming through very blurry on my side, but all right, I got it. I got you. Okay, so let's uh, let's see. Um, So let's say. while you're doing this, is this a VS Code only thing? Like, is it only available in VS Code? Yes. We'll, we'll get. We'll get to no, no. What? Uh, it is currently, but there is actually a NeoVim plugin. Uh, yeah, NeoVim plugin that was released this week. There's a caveat to that. Um, this is why I'm in uh, uh, VS Code doing this, but it's you have to be on the latest pre-release of NeoVim. NeoVim. Uh, version 0.6 which i looked everywhere and couldn't uh doesn't exist couldn't find yeah so um let's see what what do we want to what what do we want to say here let's just say uh, uh, uh test say if cre- you, test if you cre- can create, create a user right create create method uh to get all so even even the comment is auto completing right so if i hit this boom and then uh i thought that just worked there we go boom <laughs> it added the comment, get all users, 
and return a view and pass it in the available in the above variable. It added so, comments to your code. So this was one of the things well, I that's was a talking useless to. comment. Get rid of it. This is one of the things I was talking about that I that I noticed it wasn't doing. It's not importing that class for yes. me. Um, so I actually I was just playing with this recently, and I think it's I think it's trouble. Nope, it's not. I have I, a, I have a. Do you know what the shortcut is for it? Oh, uh, for for VS Code, there's a custom plugin that I, I th- use. I think to- it's uh, Control. There we go, right there. I got it. Control period. Yeah. So I just pull that in. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't auto auto pull in your use statements. I use. So, uh, doesn't doesn't matter. We we don't need it. You don't care. Yeah, not really worried about it. Okay, so let's say uh, loop over users and get uh, their email. Boom. Give it a second. Boom. I mean, these are these are small examples, but this is a fresh fresh project, right? Um, I don't, so I don't okay, know. change change the Here. comment to collect their email. All right. So let me kill that. Let me just kill this. So you, what do you want? You want uh, collect, loop over collect, users and collect their email. Over users and collect uh, their email. That did nothing. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying is that it's not Laravel sensitive. Uh, for a Laravel developer, you would immediately know exactly what that meant. Um, now, if you write a comment that says pluck user email and ID into array, it will know exactly what you mean. You don't, you don't think like this would? So just pluck, pluck, uh, pluck user, plucking out their first, <laughs> no, first user. No, I don't see what it does. Oh, uh, that just does it first. Yeah, and it just plucks the first user. Pluck. CK, pluck, CK, CK. <laughs> user uh, email and ID email into ID. array. Into? Oh, you already did it into an array. See if it does it. There you go. Okay. So that's perfect. And that that's. Yeah, I, I mean... So, and, and this is what I mean. When, <laughs> when I say that you have to talk to it, it's like an English as a second language student where you really have to explicitly talk to it. But if you if it understands what you're saying, if you can be clear enough, it nails it. Hey, so I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll I want you to try I want you to try something. Hold on, I want to, I want to try Charlton. Or, yeah, Charlton's... I, I'm pretty sure this won't do anything, but let's see what it does. Build a form... Well, I'm not in a view, but... So one thing it doesn't do is communicate with other objects in your system. Ajax, you sure about that? It will. It will read from its experience of other systems, but it won't communicate with the existing code in your code base outside of this class. Uh, Michael Durnda, I'm with you on this one. Okay, if, if you're going to be a dick about it, John, we're going to stop this right now. We're doing a okay. demo of very simple stuff of a so, basic fucking application, okay? Trying to get you can... excited about something. Uh, if you don't want to see it's it, It's not working. Stop. I'm sorry. It, all right. I I can then. give you I can give you interesting examples. You have to keep sharing your screen. No, I'm not sharing my screen, John. John's like it's not working. It's done, and we're done. It's not just it's not just me, John. Are you, are, John are you for everybody. So everybody, if you're listening to audio podcasts, you can go back to your audio podcast. So can you just pull it up for a second again? <laughs> I just want to sh- I want to show you how deep it can go. <laughs> Just the wording is sounding so weird. Pull it up again. I want to show you how deep it'll go. Can I? Can I mute him? Can I just mute him? Yes, you have my permission to mute him. 
What do you want? All right. So what I want you to do is a complicated comment. Well, what would you what would that be? I want you to remember. There's no code, but the but the base. Uh, absolutely, base absolutely. Stuff. Okay. I want you to send send a list of current users. All right. Send a send list a list of, of current users, current except except Yahoo users. Yahoo users. Okay. Yep, to my endpoint. <laughs> okay. And log the response. Log the response. Okay. All right. Is that it? Yep. How, I can't possibly do anything here. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I get what I, that's it, actually, I, I, I've actually, that's worked for me. Send a list of current users. Okay. You should have gotten that. Send it. Okay. Try it. Send an array. You want me to send, do it again? Let's, let's, let's change up the, the wording. Delete, delete the whole okay. line. Delete the whole line. All right. That's the last one. Then we're moving on. Send an array of send non. At yahoo.com users. It says emails. I'm just going to use emails. Ema- Go okay, ahead. emails to. Glad you, glad you had this uh, thought through here. Uh, to request object. To request object? One, one word request object. Camel case. Okay. And log <laughs> response. Dude, it, right. I'm telling you, this. this <laughs> Well, it does. I quit. This, 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 did, this did create a, a another. Uh, <laughs> so, so this, this is, is why you don't this, live code. No, this is this is this gets into the issue that I have. Why we don't live code with you, John? That I, <laughs> with me. I did have it. it did you got create... a you got a bunch of you got a bunch of people in Discord saying I'm not worried about losing my job anymore at all. I did have it create like theoretical objects. So when I resolved these theoretical objects, it did manage to like connect correctly. So when I when I told it that I had a request object logger, it created a a new class called a request object logger and said like, "Yeah, here's where we're sending it and here's what we should send it." And when I pointed it to the actual request log- logger object that I had, it fixed itself. And it's not no, it's not programming for you. It's not a panacea, but it's also not like code completion the way that we've seen it before. Previously, we've seen code completion say like, "Hey, there's a semicolon here that you're missing or like you're referencing a variable that that doesn't get called later on in the method. This is the next step above that. And I I kind of wish it wasn't as smart as it thinks it is because it tries to solve problems that it can't solve, but it fills out a lot of code space where like I would have to type this over and over again or I'd have to repeatedly resolve an issue. All right, let's move on. John's not interested in, in he's whining and, and shit. I, so uh, let's move on. I'm not whining. Else. Nope. Uh, We're moving I'm not on. whining. I'm laughing. No. Okay. You're laughing. You keep laughing, buddy. <laughs> Don't take it so personally. It's not your fault. You, uh, you upset, uh, you upset it, uh, Tom, he has now walked away. He's going in. That's the closet over there. He had to relieve himself. I don't know. It's, it was just, it was hard. It, like you said, it we're was, a new, ta- it was not, a new code base. We, so we don't need to talk about it anymore. It's fine. It's fine. You had no interest in it. We thought it was cool. Tom and I have had a great time with now, it. If people in Discord so, are interested, you so let me what, know. Maybe I'll do a live stream uh, in the future 
when I'm working on PHP ugly website or something. Was this what you were so excited to share with me the other day when you're like, I was talking with Tom and I had something to cool to share with you. Yep. But I'm saving this it for the show. Such so a buzz, we can such move a on. Buzzkill. Really? It's not I mean, me. Just, it, no, it's, it's not me. It's, it's, it's specifically you, John. It's 100% you. Stop, stop blaming the listeners. You're the one on the show. I am representing the, the fucking listeners. Breaks on everything. You are a magazine so. in a in a web 2.0 era. Hey, sorry, was easy, that too far? Buddy. I'm sorry. Easy. Just I'm pump the brakes with, a little bit. Dealing with us. That was you, you should have seen, seen this in in uh, Slack and Foamer today because I was pimping the magazine. Yeah. Uh, somebody was talking about. Uh, we we were talking about management and how hard it is to get things through. Management live. Listen. And I was like, change is hard. Change is inevitable. Wait, I've heard this somewhere before. Oh, yeah. And then I sent a link to PHP Architect. Then Tim and I got into this battle of podcast links. What? I mean, didn't Thanos say the same thing? Yeah. Somebody actually shared a Jiffy of Thanos in that conversation, too. Jiffy? It's pronounced Giffy. Jiffy. It's Jiffy. John. What? I'm your editor now. Cool. Okay. Let's let's see if we can get this show back on track to some degree here. Well, How about we, start, that? we started clearly off track, so I don't know where you intend to go. Well, well, it's all right, because we you. thought we were going to do some code stuff, but you know, we we realize now why we don't do that. So I'm telling you, we're going to move on. <clears throat> when I had it produce 20 lines of a test case and just Tom. It was, they, they don't care. It was so good. It was so good. I agree with you. I love talking about it. We but can share the thing, this. The thing I really maybe, want to express Maybe about we'll this. create a co-pilot channel in Discord. Because we don't have Along enough. with LiveWire. Yeah. The thing I wanted to express about it is that you have to communicate with it, and you have to accept the limitations of it. It's the same as code snippets, where it's like it's asking you to fill in some undefined content, but it provides so much more. I, I've been working with the PSR7 Guzzle client all week, and it has very, very easily saved me 10 hours where I, I was stuck on something and I said, hey, comment, comment. If we have a pending request instead of a request object, then something. And See, it, it's it absolutely funny you keep, you gave keep me talking back. About the- it's funny you keep talking about the comment approach because I don't, I, I didn't do that all week. Like I, I would have, I did it I when have, I was stumped. I, I, that's okay. But, but I want to stress like you don't, that's not how you Shit. code. You code, no, you code but, normal. But that's how will, you it, Google it, things. I know Tom, but you keep referring to the comments. Like that's the only way this works. And I'm trying to explain it's not. It, yes. If you code normal and you just start coding, it will figure out not only the auto completion of the method name you're in. It'll it'll try to it, it will you know do it will suggest complete blocks of code. So that, that's how I've been using it. Yeah, but let's move on from that. Now, it's okay? it's not it's go not, ahead. It's not as smart as the PHP IntelliSense. I'll, I will get blocks of code that have extra uh, closed parentheses or or squigglies on it. Like you have to. Oh, I, I, had a, I had a whole list of pluses and minuses. I I just I just closed all of those because they, we're not interested in talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. You can talk Extremely about it. mad. No, nope, not talking about it. We're moving on. 
Let's I'll talk about I'm, bisectomies. I'm you guys, no, let, you let's guys talk. talk. About my, I'm, I'm going to talk in Discord. That's how we spent half of our time in Discord this past week. If you're not a Patreon <clears throat> supporter, you're not in the private Patreon channel of the herd in our Discord. And we things got weird in there this week. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Things got weird. We do have a new Patreon. Bada bing. Joe F. You know who you are, Joe F. Fuck we him. all know who Joe F is. Joe Fucker. No, no, what is wrong with you, dude? I don't know. I'm Focus. Steve Steve in Discord is just quote Steve now because we've we've said it so many times. <laughs> I don't know what Joe F means now. Everybody knows what Joe F means. He, he, oh he, yeah. There we go. <laughs> just put, it, put it in your just Put it in your VS yeah, code and do Joe F and just see what it recommends. Is this what it takes? See what do we, just, do we just compliment like open source contributors one week at a time and make money off of that? I mean, if, if, if the model's working, I don't see why we don't stick with it. <laughs> Anyways, things got weird. Very weird conversations in the herd channel. I'm. We don't. It need started to last week. It. it started because of our our show last week. Yeah, we don't need to go into it because the herd is like a, a safe area for Patreon supporters. If you are curious, you can you can become a Patreon supporter and you can scroll back and see. But things got really weird in the herd channel. <laughs> I, I popped in there and I'm like, "What are we talking about here? What's happening right now?" I did offer to. Buy I just I shared. Aid. I was just That's sharing my vasectomy story. That's it. I think I think I think we I think we helped yes. a few people. It week. was it was testicle week at <laughs> at, at PHP Ugly. Oh my gosh! I, I feel somewhat responsible for that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was totally on you, one hundred percent. Let's be perfectly clear about that. And uh, we talked about it around the dinner table too much this week as well. I mean, it was well. There was a there was a lot of ball talk this week, and I I'm I'm ready to wrap it up. I think we can just tie it up in a nice little package. No par- pardon the pun, and just you know. Put it to the side. We're we're done with that. We'll put it right next to Copilot. We don't need to talk about either one of those topics right now. <laughs> You're so mad right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you, you know what I'm mad. Hey, that's clear. You, can I make you happier? You can try. We we sent out our first print order to yes to be shipped out. Finally, they finally accepted the print, PDF. Print order what, John? This is PHP. Uh, the PHP Are we printing the, something? The PHP Architect Magazine. It's sent to the printer. You should have it, you know, whenever they send it to you. You know, someone taught Eric what passive aggressive was, and he just learned what aggressive aggressive is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah? Is that the way it is? Is that the way it is? You're just not going to wear a mask because fuck everyone? Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm the same way. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) You think he's getting drunker and drunker as the show goes on. How's that? No, I'm just so, saying. Now, so, now, no. you're, now your mic's too far away. Give, a, give yeah. us more information, John. How long does it take? When when should people expect it in their mailbox? When should people expect their October issue <laughs> in their mailbox? Mid-November. Mid-November. All right. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> do, not, do not like the direction this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's this year, right? I mean, it's technically this year. We're good. No, I think I think it's from what I understand from the time you send it to them, it takes two weeks. 
give or take. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's out of our hands at that point. This this one was weird where they they normally take, again, from what I've heard, because this is our first time, only a day or two to review everything and get you an answer. This took us five days to get a response back from them. And keep in mind, you can't call and talk to anybody at this company, and it drives me nuts, and it makes me want to switch vendors. And I've complained to numerous people, and they're all like, yeah, I get it, and who cares? So it's annoying I can't call and talk to somebody unless it's about billing. And even then, they're like, well, we can't talk to you because the account's in a different company's name. I'm like, I I give up on the company. It's just frustrating. So we're doing our best. It, it took longer to get a response from them. And once we got the response, they approved it. But I decided, you know, I'm going to go fix that something typo. So that <laughs> took an extra day to, for them to accept it. But and if you're, it's if out you're the wondering, this is international. So no matter where you're in the world, if you subscribe to the print edition, it's in, in route. Can't, can't guarantee it, it'll get there in a timely fashion for this month. But next month... I feel like I feel like we're 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 doing better. We're we're already in a better place. I feel like we're in a better place. We're not at the place we want to be. That's going to take no, so no, we, that's, we know that's going to take a little bit. Yeah, but we are definitely working hard to to streamline that. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. Oh, Tom, you said something in there, and I swear I didn't. You did, and I was like, all right, you need to write a book or an article about that. And now I can't remember what it was. Well, being your editor? No, no, no. There, there was something else. It might have been around Copilot or something else you said. Anyway, you need to write. You need to write for us. You- can Can I do an Apple bashing column? Sure. Whoa, How, that 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 turned quickly. How? What? You you were the Apple fanboy for a while. What do you I mean? I am an Apple fanboy. Okay. Because I was telling my friend this today. Apple has hardware design down. <laughs> Their hardware engineering is so good. Their operating system, their interoperability between their operating systems is amazing. They do fantastic stuff. And like the the new trend is basically apologizing for what they've done wrong. And I'm really excited about that, where they're like, yeah, the touch bar, we, we got rid of the touch bar, and the, the too many port or too few ports. We're, we're sorry to hype that up so much and get everybody so excited about it and make everybody think they need a new well, Mac. Hey, bad. The, the touch bar is great. They just didn't release a keyboard. If they'd released a keyboard with a touch bar on it, the touch bar would have been fantastic, but they didn't do that. But now they've they've released this sort of like rolled back MacBook Pro, which has a lot of extra ports and doesn't have the touch bar, has the improved keyboard, and it has a fucking notch in the top of the screen. Oh, I, I heard about this. I heard about the notch. Dude, this is... <laughs> I heard about the notch and it didn't bother me. And then I saw the taskbar or the, the 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 toolbar or whatever the top bar of the the window is called. In my in in the Microsoft environment, a window is fully self contained. Uh, so if you have a, a a file drop down or an edit drop down or a plugins drop down, it's attached to the window that's currently active. But in the Mac world, every window is separate. So if you have a window open where you're editing a photo, you have to go to the very top of the screen to select the copy paste functionality or the filter functionality. So in a Windows laptop, this would have been fine because you could move the window. But in an Apple environment, there's just a big black splotch 
where there should be a selectable option. I was I saw that video and I was wondering, was it doctored or is that is that really what's happening? Hundred percent, hundred percent real. The menu options are going behind the notch, or behind if you have so many icons in your in your taskbar or whatever that go across, and you get to the notch, it's behind it. Yeah, that is hilarious. So that that upper bar that holds all of your extenuating functionality, like bookmarks, profiles, window help, it ends up behind the notch. And there's like there's no elegant solution other than going the Windows route, which is tagging it to the window that the currently active window. Like, well, you there, still have the issue. It, I mean, there's still even on a Windows world, isn't there? I guess there's not. I was gonna say information in that bar. No, I, I know. I meant, I meant there. I thought there's still information up there that theoretically could get lost behind it. The real thing is realize you put a notch in your hardware and work around it. They they do that on phones, right? Well, they do that on phones because there's no top menu. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's a pull down. No, there's 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 a there's a top. I mean, it's hard to see this, but but yeah, there's a top menu. But nothing ends up in the middle. Like it doesn't have to curve around the notch. Right. That's what I'm saying. They oh. they they figured out how to realize there's a notch there and make stuff go on either side of it it's just such a fucking weird decision and like i honestly think that this is really gonna hurt apple sales the the whole no nothing hurts apple sales i'm sorry to tell you like (laughs) apple apple buyers aren't necessarily reasonable buyers they just see new and shiny and they go grab it but there was a reason for the notch, right? Much like the phone, they're pushing the screen to the edge. There's no more of a bevel, right? I think, That's... you know what? Honestly, I think it's going to be fine. I do think Apple needs to come up with a solution for it. And I don't think it's going to be a hard solution. I mean, it's just a coding thing saying, hey, always act like there's something in this position right oh. here on the bar. I think it will. I think it will be literally a hardware solution. I think they. I think they will. I think end production of this laptop very quickly. And no, that's a software thing. No, it's, it's not software. It's, it's completely software. Mm, it, it's completely software. But the notch was already an issue before the, this showed up. But all, all they have to everyone, do is, is, is tell that. Is, all all is they garbage. have to do. All they have to do is tell that top bar, "Hey, pretend there's something here. Don't." Don't write to this space. There's something sure, here. Sure, but the notch still exists. That's and fine, though. No, The notch is not the problem. The notch is, again, the notch is what makes the screen look good. The The notch was the problem from the beginning. The notch is not the problem. The, the problem is they didn't, from a software perspective, didn't take the notch in consideration. The notch is going to disappear. Like it, I mean, it'll still be there, but we will forget to see it. Just like we did on phones. We, we no, complained exactly. when they started coming out on phones. Now all phones have them. It's to not some all degree. Phone, not all phones have them. It's still. I know shit. not all, but most do. No, most not of the most. flagship. Nope. The, the flagship phones do. No, there's the punch hole camera. There's the pop up camera, and. Yeah. No. I, I agree with John. I the think, notch, I think the most notch was know. the notch was shitty long before we realized mm-hmm. that the software couldn't even handle it. I don't. I think you're. I think you're making much bigger deal of this than. than maybe. I mean, like I thought. Me I thought it was a. I thought it was a funny story, but I don't. I don't see it being a real problem. I don't see it being a problem at all. I mean, it's a problem now, and it needs to be addressed. I think it'll get addressed fairly quickly. I think honestly. it's a stupid problem. For a company that was run by one of the greatest developers of our time. I'm so sick of hearing about Steve Jobs. So am I. I'm so 
<laughs> Steve Jobs meant. was not a software developer. No, he was a product oh. developer. And and as much as I universally dislike Steve Jobs, at least he had quality control on the forefront of his mind. I get it, but I, I get so sick of everyone using him as like this God reference and like he's not. I no, know. I don't use him like that. He wasn't, but but he had he had quality control as his primary objective it had to be functional in the way he wanted it to be functional and i guarantee you that whoever the current the current ceo of apple is did not get a, a notch laptop and use it for two months and say this is great i love it no and yeah steve jobs not the greatest dude and easily not the greatest ceo but at least he fucking cared the dude the guys who are behind apple right now don't care they don't and they have the same mentality as you do which is the notch won't hurt sales it won't it won't it's not going to grow sales either it's just yeah, going to well. be a black it's just gonna it's going to it's, it's no, going to grow gonna sales mark- from the from the perspective of all those apple people who can afford a new laptop whether they need it or not are going to go get a new laptop sure. because of because of what they did with with the with the processor that they have total control over, like I watched some of the talk and they're like, you know, we've we've sped up the processor so much faster than the old processor. It's it's the same pitch from back in the you know early nineties well, where yeah, the, every the Pentium chip that came out, yeah, every Pentium chip that came out yeah. was so earth shattering faster. It's like, but you, you know, you, gonna, don't, you don't you know you don't see see playing that bullshit card is is Bill Gates. Bill Gates had his stuff crash during presentations. Bill Gates, yeah. Bill Gates didn't and care said, about hey, that hey, we're stuff. trying to make things better and we're working with everyone else. Tim Cook, what the fuck has Tim Cook done? He's done <laughs> nothing. Nothing. The Ebb one was in production before Jobs died. Tim Cook is just riding a wave of good engineering and good product design and, and pure fucking luck. I, uh, <laughs> I just i I'm disgusted by CEOs in general, but the whole Apple thing is like at least Steve Jobs was a good CEO. Tim Cook is a nothing CEO. Nah, it, not, Tim I'm Cook is sure. a, no when when right. when Steve Jobs was fired and the, the and Apple tanked, he brought it back up. Tim Cook does nothing. He does nothing. Okay, you you got that out of your system. You good? Nothing. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, so uh, like I like I was hold on, so hold on, hold, on, so hold on. Yeah, I'm done. I spent a lot of time in VS Code, and I I I've got to be honest with you. You know, there are some pluses and minuses to it. Um, it really hasn't changed a lot from when I played with it before. Uh, my position on it, I guess, hasn't really changed. With the exception of Copilot, I, I am enjoying using Copilot, so I'll probably spend another I'll probably spend another week into in VS Code. But like, <clears throat> we, uh, again, I, I I keep parroting this, and I'll continue to parrot it. Side by side, PHP Storm wins out, right? Because PHP Storm out of the box is designed specifically for PHP. So a lot of the things that you have to install on VS Code and even my Vim to get it to be a powerful PHP editor is is on your sh- is on you right. You have to install it. You have to make sure it gets configured correctly. Out of the box, PHP Storm has that stuff. 
Uh, um, Eric. Are you saying, wait, Eric. You... Wait, 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 Eric. I think we both have the same concerns here. Uh, wait, wait, wait. PHP Storm has a Copilot plugin. Okay. Well, I'm not really worried about that anymore, John. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that. You're, 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 you're just like Vim, I like VS Code because it has Copilot, but PHP Storm doesn't. I'm saying, hey, the plugin's there. Go try it. I, I might, I might take a look at it. I don't know, John. I'm a little bitter about Copilot right now, if you don't mind. Uh, but and what what else I've always said is if if you're getting paid to code PHP and make the investment in PHP Storm if you feel like you need an IDE. If you're not getting paid and you want a powerful tool to use, look at look at VS Code. For me personally, I'm. I'm really happy with my Vim configuration, my Neo Vim configuration. So I'm, you know, I probably won't hang out in VS Code much longer. But I did spend a lot of time getting my mappings in line, so it felt really good. I mean, and I have this in PHP Storm as well. My my Vim mappings in PHP Storm um, and VS Code and Neo Vim are very similar. Uh, VS Code had a plugin for something that I've been using in, in Vim lately, which is called WitchKey, which c- creates this uh dash, this pop up panel, this HUD, this you know uh heads up display when when you do a you know your in my case my leader key my my space. So I hit my space bar and give it a second, the HUD pops up and it just it's just like a little oh. reminder of, of what some of the shortcuts are. So like things you don't use very frequently, you can kind of navigate to. It's it's really PHP cool. Storm has I, that too. I really need to see if PHP Storm has it because I I never installed <laughs> it on PHP Storm. And uh, I, when I was doing my VS Code, I saw it. I'm like, "Hey, this is cool. They have this. Let me install it." I'm like, "Hey, you know what? I do really like this." So I, I, I just installed it for my... PHP Storm. So I'm gonna, I'll try it out. I'm not sure how. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how easy that. I, like, it's not easy. It, it's a little, it's a little clumsy to configure in VS Code. So I'm curious about PHP Storm. You you have to put it in your idea vimrc file and that do a sense. set. A set which key. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, uh, again, you can't go wrong. The the one message I want to kind of repeat to everybody, and I'll continue to repeat it: VS Code, PHP Storm, Vim. I honestly, truly believe if you learn Vim bindings, you will become a much quicker developer. Um, just learn your Vim bindings. That's my uh, that's my PSA for the week. Counterpoint: It probably won't be valid, but I'm going I'm going to allow it. If you rely entirely on the autofill functionality of your IDE, <clears throat> you can go from junior developer to senior developer much faster. I'm not sure how that was a counterpoint to anything I said, but it's it not, sounds like there's more to that story. Not, <laughs> what 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 are you saying? Nothing. <laughs> my job is so hard. <laughs> That was random. That was so random. Oh, gosh. All right. Hey, can we do a... Uh, wrap it up? Yeah, sure. We're, we're about an hour. What? Episode two. After we wrap it up, can we do a live stream, just experimental session with uh, Copilot? See what it does with just, just random being told what it does? Yeah, people want to hang out in Discord and mess around with it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I can hang out. Absolutely. Do you feel like share? Do you feel like sharing your screen so I can start editing? That's fine. Uh, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll do would, it. I'll, would, I'll do it. Yeah, that would violate a lot I'm not, of rules. That I'm. I'm not afraid. Right I'm not afraid to live code. I I, I know terrified. I'm a bad talker. We're, we're I'll do it. I'm I'll doing do it all socks day, two compliance day. right now, and that is like tight. 
if if you're if you're in our Discord, if you're watching the live stream, if you're on the audio podcast, I'm sorry. I am very sorry. You uh, this has been a crappy show for you. <laughs> Just go to YouTube. A, it's still going to be been, there. I've been thoroughly I, entertained. I will. Uh, we're going to do some co-pilot stuff after. If if you're not interested in co-pilot, you don't have to hang around. You don't have to be a part of it. But we'll do some co-pilot stuff, and then I'll, I'll show you some of the similarities I have between VS Code. And my Vim uh, setup as well because I I am very happy with that. Uh, hey, we have our first suggestion from from Carlton Char- Charlton Charlton Charlton. Sorry, he's been drinking. Either way, this has been PHP Ugly, Ugly Episode Two Hundred. <laughs> Are we done? Uh, <laughs> All right. Here's the next topic. <laughs> I'm really you know. start taking medication before every t- start recording. <laughs> Eric used to hit me when we lived in the same zip code. <laughs> Just took all, his, took all his anger out on me all at once. It was terrible. The reason oh I my gosh! I think I get, I think I get the like the reputation. I'm a, I'm like a physical bully or something from people, man. I don't know where that comes from. I, yeah, you're I'm only six punch foot somebody eight. In the mouth next says it. Next person. I'm, what? I'm not. I'm six, yeah. six something. All right. Before we uh, go, is before that it? We, Do we really? Before have... we go, <laughs> he was just ending the show, and now he's going to continue. <laughs> this is your, this is your train wreck to steer, Tom. Just take it down the track, baby. Is there any news on PHP Tech or PHP World? No, we're doing it at some just point. Just matter of when, when and, and where, where, baby. I, I have a suggestion. We're open to suggestions and where early bird starts want, January, I, closes December. I want to go. How far? How far do you live from New Orleans, Tom? I want to go to New Orleans. I need somebody to find find a, a, find a spot for us. Well, is it for Colorado? Yeah, I guess it would be. Oh no, that's a plane. I would yeah. love New Orleans though. My uh, my best friend. From I think New Orleans place. would be. I want to go to New Orleans okay. so bad, and I, I know we got some great developers down there, down and around there. So I think I think that would be a hot spot to to have a conference, but. I'd love know. to. I'd love to hear from the listeners what would be the best location for a conference, especially especially overseas listeners, P- people in Europe and and you know Africa. What where would you fly to in the continental U.S. for for a PHP conference, like an awesome PHP? We could do conference. Hawaii. I've got contacts uh, there. No, uh, Hawaii. Yeah. No. I think I think Hawaii would be very hard to pull off. Now I, I'm thinking we need to push it back to the East Coast where it traditionally was from, or or the Midwest. But you know, there's a halfway house right next door to my house that we could. Where like. is this going? <laughs> uh, all right, Ralph. I'm thinking did, of did, you, buddy. Did, I, I want to be out there. Did you see Charlin's uh, co-pilot? Oh no, we're going to test this. En- enumerate a list of dates when COVID will be over, and a list of users can occupy the same space. I like it. Yeah, it's just going to be copilot. Like, give me an answer. It's just going to be a really boring select statement. <laughs> All right, never again. What do you think? Oh, Are we wrapping up? Are we wrapping up? Tom, do you do you get ha- more? Uh, Tom, I need your help. By the way, we had a great article in PHP Architect in October, dude. About. About crypto? No, I'm glad you read it though. I, I, I the crypto, I, the crypto one was really good. I could not read the crypto one. I got halfway through. Okay, careful, it. Care, careful, please. Okay, careful. 
delicate. No, when when you said introduction to crypto, I thought you were going to cover like the PHP, uh, the the salting and the <laughs> sodium lib stuff. I was amazed at how deep the crypto article went because it went all mm. the way deep. Thanks. It was I, pretty deep. Yeah. I was really so. Tune in next month, and maybe there will be. <laughs> Well, next month is going to be the part two because this this was the part one of the cryptography article, right? No, so it's this theory. I guess I guess you need a subscription to find out. We just edit that out. Uh, No, I was I was very surprised at how this is on me. This is on me. The author, uh, Vinicius, the author of that article, said, "Hey, I have a follow up around Libsodium. Let me know if you want that." And I don't know how, but. We all dropped the ball on, of course we want the follow-up. Why would we not want the follow-up? So I reached out to him and he's like, oh, I didn't do it because you never said you wanted it. Hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> no, it's, I, I was what? pleasantly surprised by how deep into the sort of mathematical fundamentals that, that it, it got. It was, it is a big article. And definitely front front page material. Um, when you spell it right, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. But I sort of like I didn't know where to stop with reading it. <laughs> it it kept getting deeper and deeper before it got back into PHP land. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really glad that I had it and have it and read it. But it is a it is a deep cut. For sure, and uh, and it makes me it makes me it makes me very excited. It makes me very excited to see where how how deep the the content of PHP Architect can go because I like that deep stuff, Mm -hmm. and I always shy away from sort of like magazines, periodicals because they just teach me like the OWSAP stuff. Like Mm -hmm. here's here's the ten, also an article in this month's magazine. But like it's where, the free article, by the way. If, if it is, if you're not a subscriber, you can go download that article for for free. So go to phparch.com today. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very impressed. I was I was <laughs> pleasantly surprised by how difficult it was to 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 go all the way into cryptography with that. Good, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> would it be okay if I finished my uh, what I what I was asking? Would would that be all right? You are you good with that? I don't know which which button plays the outro. <laughs> so Chris Tankersley had an article about Windows 11. Again, not a big Windows guy myself, but we are running a Windows VM for a lot of the tooling we're doing around PHP Architect for layouts in the magazine, things along that nature. So I'm like, man, I wonder, I wonder if I can get Windows 11. I went to look at the updates. And sure enough, it said, hey... Your system is not compatible with Windows 11. It's uh, it's complaining about um, like that whole and, and I remember this being being a thing before. It's complaining about the secure boot. Like it's a it's a virtual machine, so that's the first thing, and it doesn't have like a secure boot in a some, something about a TPM. So if I, I'm at, I'm letting you know, and I'm letting the listeners know, if there's a way around that with virtual machines and Windows 11, let me know. You might have to enable it in your 
BIOS anyway, no? Uh, TPM for Windows 11 is very easy to circumvent. However, uh, next week, Windows 10 will be rolling out a mandatory update that includes a Windows 11 update checker. Well, that's what I got. I I got the Windows 11 checker is what I got. So you'll be getting that. Uh, it's easy to circumvent. You, we, we just can't say what that is on the podcast. But okay. if, if you if you do a Google search for I, I'm not, TPM, see, see that's the thing. 11, that, that's the thing. It. It's not that important. It's not that important to me. I'm not looking at to, to like do anything that's outside the bounds of legal for it. I need it for my business. So if I can live on Windows 10, I'll just stay on Windows 10. That's absolutely fine. I, I was wondering if there's like a legal, straightforward way of, of doing it. And if there is, I would I would explore Windows 11 because, like I said, Chris Tankersley's article in last month's PHP Architects, is, I'm like, hmm, that's really interesting. I should probably look into this a little more. Hmm. Okay. You, know what, we didn't, you Th- know what we didn't talk about? Our new toys. All right. We'll save that for next week. Okay. You, Sounds good you, to me. You've been listening to episode 260 of PHP Ugly. I'm John. I'm Eric. I'm drunk. <laughs> Keep it Keep ugly. Keep it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless you with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.